0: The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on Visa. one of those idiots who believe in analytics.
4: Hour number two of a numbers game at Visa, the Esports Betting Network, Visa.com, the Visa app Fubo, Sling, Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. It's all brought to you by BetMGM, Nevada. It's Gil Alexander. Hope you're doing well. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Thursday, hour number two. That means unscripted with the crack man, Bill Krakenberger, at Bill Crackman with a K. Wisecracks, the name of the podcast, with John Orlando and Bill Krakenberger, in studio. How you doing, man?
5: Good, good. We had a had a good guest yesterday. Thinking about Wisecracks, uh, Keith Lyle. He's a uh, he's. A, well, I hope I'm saying his name right. I am saying his name right. He's a comedian, um, and he uh, and Keith Lyle. He was in The Hangover, too. He had a good scene. Just a scene in The Hangover. By the way, I forgot till yesterday how good The Hangover was. I'm not oh, a comedy guy.
4: Oh, the first one was outstanding. But I think
5: Hangover 1. Yes. I'll put that up there at, like, Caddyshack. That was, like, one of, it's one of the best comedies I've ever seen. And I, I forgot about it. I haven't seen it. I, I seen it maybe 10 years ago that I seen it. But is, this,
4: is this where the real Julius Caesar? Is right, <laughs> right, right, yeah.
5: No, some of the greatest scenes. And, uh, yeah, he was the he was the blackjack dealer uh, in, in that against against Zalf. Zalf. Uh, Zach, Zach yeah. Gallifinakis. Gallifinac-
4: yeah, Yeah.
5: So he was the blackjack dealer. Had a couple lines, and he was a dealer, and a really good guest because he's a stand-up comedian. Uh, he's got about seventy thousand followers, eighty thousand followers on Twitter, something like that. And he, so he and uh, we, we were friends on Twitter, and I finally got to bring him on. And it was it was interesting seeing the world of blackjack and uh, his time at. Uh, big casinos too. He worked at the Venetian, you know, talking about guys winning millions of dollars. I thought it was pretty good. Um,
4: this is the guy who was in the Hangover.
5: This is this is. Oh well, yeah, he, he was the blackjack dealer in the Hangover. Oh okay, yeah, but in real but life, but in real life, he was a dealer at the Venetian. Gotcha. But he broke in at the El Cortez, the original oh. bucket of blood, 25 cent game. He said <laughs> literally, he was saying when he broke in, <clears throat> it was 25 cents and. And you, know, you could put 25 cents on the 6 and the 8. I mean, all the numbers. It's amazing. It was over 30 years ago. And just to think, dealing to that crowd, um, first of all, you went home and your fingers were just black because the chips were, were there since, uh, since Bugsy, since Bugsy put them on the table, and um, yeah, so. since
4: Bugsy first conceived yeah. of this place.
5: Yeah, people don't realize that too. Bugsy Siegel, they think they think the flamingo. No, his first casino was actually the El Cortez. That was the interest in uh, Nevada when the, when the mob guys came out here and sent them out here. The El Cortez, he had the race wire. He was there. He had his offices upstairs. Uh, really cool. If you ever get to walk around the El Cortez, you'll feel it as soon as you wa- as you walk in. You know, uh, it's 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 just um uh, It really is a good place. To so the coffee shop down there, I'll put up against any. I mean, they they have uh, you know the the old the stone crabs when they're in season. I mean, they're really uh, the guy that owns it is really a sharp guy.
4: What is your favorite? That's a, so. For someone who's coming into town, who wants to well, this is sort of a loaded question too, because when you and I went to Piero's many years ago, yeah. We got the uh, the VIP upstairs office tour. Oh,
5: I took you upstairs, yeah. Yes. Yeah, I take everyone upstairs with me when I, when I go over there. Because just to see the pictures and know the uh, yeah. the, the history of, of Fred Freddie and his son, Evan, it's, well, Freddie really. So
4: yeah. wh- what would you say is, like, the spot? Like, if someone was coming to town, like, they really want a taste of old Vegas. They oh. really want
5: without a doubt you you, you, may, you might be surprised without a doubt the uh on Sahara the Italian American club which I went last week uh. and I forgot about it pre- you know it's it's funny um, I was at a lounge at the Paris when we were filming action with Cookie Jar, the old lounge singer there, my buddy. And these two guys come up to me and they said, "Oh, we've we seen you in action. I, you know, nice to meet you." And, and uh, one, they said, well, "You know, we own, uh, we own restaurants in town. I own the Tuscany Grill on Eastern. That was Lou and Jimmy, who owns the Italian American Club." and going in there and seeing Jimmy again he looks great it was i haven't been there in a couple of years um, i don't know why because it really i forgot how good quality not only the history the quality of the food i'll put mm-hmm. that pounded veal parmesan oh, and their al dente pasta against anyone in town really yes yes oh, I'm getting and so um, hungry it's the only thing that i don't care for and i hate to knock anything about it It's an old school joint, so you got to realize that you're going in there. It's it's a little stage that has people up there singing. There's like five different rooms. That room I like to talk to whoever I'm with and explain things to them. You can't in that room; it's so loud. Mm -hmm. So they're trying to be nice, put me in that room. But actually, the other rooms are the better rooms. The back room is dark. It's just a good place. Uh, It's hard to get in, by the way. Reservations are highly recommended. I keep
4: asking Vinny. I'm like Vinny, you gonna take me to the Italian American Club as if he's like the only one that can admit me? I think I might have to go on my own. in the day that's what yeah. it was though yeah
5: and uh you know jimmy took me to the back room there where where frank dean sammy they, they, all, they all used to come back there you know the place was closed for 20 years and then they jimmy came in and saved it reopened it and literally the place is like walking into 1969 i mean it's, it's really really cool so that's a place i would recommend uh, more over Pierros. you believe that yeah wow yeah
4: well Pierros today they, they didn't have a veal at piero's did they no,
5: no uh, they, they do. They yeah. do. It's good, but you're probably gonna pay about double for it. Yeah. Listen, I love Freddie. Yeah. I love the atmosphere there, right. and, and and you're paying for atmosphere. You're paying for where the movie Casino was made. Yes, you know, literally the they, booth.
4: They, the booth is there. Yeah, the
5: booth's there. The mm-hmm. the, 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 the bar where you know uh, Pesci was cursing at the dealer and yeah. and uh, you know loaning out money that was supposedly that was his restaurant where he threw shower and Stone down the down the steps. All of it's there. So you're paying for oh, that. Oh, that that's history. at Piero's too. Oh, yeah. That was, all, that was all shot at Piero's. Is, oh, P- yeah.
4: is Pia Zadora still performing there? Is she still with know.
5: us? She was there Friday night. She was one <laughs> of the legends in town. You know, she was married to a guy that was like a billionaire, and the guy, like, lost all his money. He owned the oh, Hilton. He was a I mean, this guy was a legendary guy. So Pia Zadora was there, and she was always very friendly and looked fantastic, by the way. So um, this is one of the legends of the game. But, yeah, there's a couple places um, – I love Pieros is known for Asobuco. They're known for some of their sides. Uh, they're known. They're they're a great place. I, I love Pieros too. But Man. the Italian American clothes, just because it's fresh in my mind, I was there, and. Uh, you know, make sure you get reservations, though, because even even though I, I went there at nine o'clock on a Thursday and it was just packed. But if you want to go see uh, Lounge Jacks, too, they have some of the really the, the Lounge Jacks. It's the last place for Lounge Jacks that I know of in Las Vegas, uh, Las Vegas Club. See, this is I'm th- not Las Vegas. Club. sorry. sorry. Um, a, a, you're making
4: me very hungry. Yeah. B, um, I totally want to go. And and the other thing is, is it's very much in contrast to what we have on the strip. Right. There's a. There's a, you know, somewhat of a cottage industry of like lounge clubs. Now, Mayfair Club coming up, Delilah's over at the Wynn. Right. These are lounges, but these are not old school Vegas lounges. Correct. These are, especially Delilah's, right, which is a unbelievable place, will cost you. You also have to make reservations way in advance. Right. But it's an LA thing. Right. So, like, the issue there is, like, legitimately, I know stories at Delilah's, and they're, so they're very. They're still very L.A. celebrity focused, and they really haven't gotten the, the Vegas culture yet. So the win, like the casino side, would say, hey, this guy just dropped a million and a half in the casino. This is a true story. We just dropped a million and a half in the casino. Uh, can you find him a table at Delilah's? They're like, no, sorry, can't. Wow. They're like, no, 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 no. You don't understand. This is how this works. You have to get him a table. He just dropped a million and a half. Like, please do this for us. They're like, well, we got, you know, this celebrity coming. In. Like, they don't get it yet. Right. But the thing about the ones on the strip like Delilah's is there's an indoor and there's an outdoor. And even if you have reservations two months in advance and you finally arrive on your day to go to Delilah's, when you walk in, they may they may walk you to an outdoor table. And it and it has the feeling of being shunned. Wow! Like, 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 oh, (laughs) so I'm at Delilah's, but I'm not really at Delilah's. Right? You kind of put me out on the terrace. I might as well be waiting anywhere. I waited two months for this, so you kind of have to know somebody.
5: Wow! I never, I've never been there.
4: Oh, it's well, it's not, it's not a very crack kind of place. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's yeah. super, I mean, I'm not saying that with any uh, yeah. they, it's just like I don't picture you as loving that kind of But you said the the Italian American club feels like decades ago. Yeah. This is like 19 tw- you know 1920s. Yeah, and I'm 1920s. not into that LA crowd
5: and stuff like that too. I'm not into that at all. That's yeah. that's not me. You like know, like 50
4: that, cent was sitting at the table next to me. Yeah. You know, there was a lot of that.
5: He's a tipper though, but that like that, that like Yep. A lot of these guys that come out there, you know, you're driving your fancy, uh, you know, uh, Range Rover or whatever, you know, I'm not even uh, Bentley, whatever. I, I can't stand the guys that are that are doing that kind of stuff and don't hit the hip. You want to play the role? Go to the pocket, get give the valet guy hundred. Don't don't
4: hit the, you know don't I mean? hit the hip. Yeah. yeah, I
5: mean, uh, you know, so so uh, that seems to me. Uh, I'm not trying to say everybody in L.A. I'm just uh, I'm not an L.A. guy. I'm just not an L.A. guy. I, I more like the San Diego and the and the uh, La Jolla and just just. You know, doing my own
4: thing We're over. Chilling. There. Yeah. Chilling. I understand. So yeah. Italian American Glove. That, that's one word. Yeah, Italian American Club. There's
5: there's some other places in town, of course, also. But uh Tuscany Grill, you mentioned you love also. I've, I've been there. Yeah, I've been there many, many times. Yeah. I go I go there a lot, just a little bit further. You know, I live up on the strip, so it's tough right. to uh it's tough to, to, to get all the way up there. But um a big subject that I told uh, people I want to talk about. I Please. guess it was Josh Applebaum. That um, from the Visa Network, right? He, he has a show here, right? Am I yes. Right. I mean, mm-hmm. Nice to know I'm a loyal supporter of that show. Um, but yeah, so so I, I like Josh him. on
4: betting across America. Yeah,
5: I, I like him though. I like some of the things he puts out, some of the, um, the strategies, like just common sense thing and trying to tell people about responsible gaming and and the, and the strategies and stuff. So um, he put out uh, a tweet uh, about uh, tipping and and should you be tipped, and there was a couple people that came in to the thread that worked in the industry. They didn't say who they were, mm-hmm. but one said he works at a sports book and how he should always be tipped. And I just thought we'd go over. Oh, some yes.
4: Of- we haven't done this in a while, but yes, we should. We, yeah. we haven't done the tipping thing for, for a couple of years here.
5: Well, yes. now it's that, that is that yeah. he's talking about sports book wise. I thought it would be a good subject um, to talk about. Uh, ple- yeah.
4: Ple- I'm, I'm, I'm actually fascinated by this subject because I listen when you when you lose, you're not tipping, but when you win, a tip is expected. Is that the general operating procedure?
5: I think so. You know, uh, does it's that so, sound right to you? Yeah, yeah. But you know, like, let me ask you this. Let, let's go. Let's start at the casino side, because I'm a casino side player, gambler. Uh, perfect example. Well, this is a great example. I just came to my head. Jesus, the win last week. I had an offer there. And I got someone a room and had RFB, limited RFB, eight hundred dollars, which is nice though. Eight hundred dollars in food anywhere at the win for four nights, so I got the four nights free. As soon as I walk in, I mean, as soon as I walk in, within ten minutes, I take a marker, go to the machine. We're going on commercial right here. Mm-hmm. All right, we're going to continue this after commercial. All right. But, uh, it's about the win. It's about tipping. It just came to my head. This
4: will be a great opening line here. Yeah, I'm. I'm curious your thoughts on this because. Sure um there are some who believe in the in the tipping culture steadfastly like you cannot talk them off this position and then there's and then there's sometimes i gotta tell you it's a little off-putting come back with the crack man numbers game visa the sports betting network
0: if you love sports and true crime then there's a new podcast from executive producer dan patrick and hosted by me jay harris that you won't want to miss
7: To start listening
2: A numbers game with Gil Alexander on ViSA the sports betting network
4: before you make your next bet be sure to visit visa.com to check the current betting splits data the betting splits page will show you where the money and bets are moving for every game and now it's updated every 10 minutes so you can see changes in all the action. You'll be able to see where the public's betting based on the number of tickets and where the money does not match the public opinion. You can check out not just today's action, but future events as well. Betting splits, yet another way that v is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at vison.com. Gil Alexander, Bill Krakenberger, kind enough to join us once again in studio, as he does each and every uh, Thursday, or at least tries to in studio, unless he's uh, traveling the nation. Uh, quick uh, EGA update right here. Six Love 5 2. She has a uh, match point against Risk. Our, of course, Roland Garros feature. Uh, Bill, uh, do you want to talk about your tips or do you, do you want me to bring up this David Pertam article? Let's do quick? the Pertam article second. Okay. <clears throat> Let's, Let's continue do with
5: this because now I'm yeah. looking into this more deeper dive. This actually started at VEASAN with Wes Reynolds explaining his points um, about tipping. So Josh Applebaum said, my take, if you win your bet, always tip the writer. It's the right thing to do. And if you're superstitious like me, tipping keeps you on the right side with the gambling gods. Good karma. If you lose your bet, no tip required. Agree or disagree. So uh, there's a Charlie C. comes in first. If you have a winning day, sure. If you're cashing in a few tickets, you know, you tip a few bucks. I agree absolutely with Charlie. Now, winner chicken dinner. That's the guy's name. He says, as a ticket writer out here in Vegas, you should always tip. We're doing you a service no different than a bartender, cocktails, or a dealer. If you don't know how much to tip, we're always good to be on some sort of action with you. A parlay, straight bet, we're good with anything. So, that now someone else comes in and uh, kind of, not that he goes after, he just talks about he talks back to you know uh, chicken dinner, <laughs> and he, he comes in and says, wait a minute, you need to be tipping every single person everywhere you spend money? Then if this is truly your philosophy, from the grocery store clerk to the 7-Eleven, Circle K, mm-hmm. Target, Walmart clerk, on, on and on. And uh, now he comes back and says the difference is our, wages are, based, our wager, wages are based on tips in the service industry. They get paid more hourly than us. In the service, it, they they get they get paid more hourly than us. In the services that that they make, they rely on their tips. Well, uh, I'll give you one more tweet from mm-hmm. Colorado River Sports. I get all that, but comparing yourself to bartenders and waitresses and expecting a tip for you literally doing five seconds of work, I agree. of Typing for me is a little too much. I agree. Now, I myself, you kind of know the way I live. I'm mm-hmm. I'm a street guy. I don't know any better. I grew up on tipping jobs when I was a kid. I, I, I tip. I tip the valet guys to watch the car. I, I, my building, I tip. At, literally, everyone's on the payroll. I try to put the building manager on the payroll. He, she wouldn't go for it. But anyway, uh, I try to put literally everybody. Uh, the, the doorman, the, the all the doormen, the guard. I live at a, a high-rise. Guard gate, he gets money all the time. The doorman, all my doormen, especially not just Christmas time. I give the money like every week. I, mm-hmm. I do. N- nothing crazy. I give five bucks a week to four guys. Yep. I, but – it's just just for nothing, just to okay, press but, a button. All right. So now we're talking about someone coming into the casino, and now we're talking about better yet the sports books writers. First of all, I don't like that they pull tips. So I am very rarely—I shouldn't say that—I I do tip all the writers. But
4: I, I always told you that ruined the Hard Rock pool when they started <clears throat> to tip uh, to pull tips. That's right. So ruined I, the Hard Rock pool.
5: Yeah, let uh, was say it again. The, it ruined the hard, ruined rock, the hard pool rock pool That's because
4: right. before, when everybody got to keep their tips, there was they were incentivized too. They were incentivized, and everybody was like, "What could I get you?" We're gonna, as soon as it went to the pool, you you inevitably had the 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 people who would like, well, they're still good workers and they were going to work hard, and then you inevitably had the people who are like, oh, "I'm just pulling. We're going to pull tips anyway. I don't have to work."
5: Right. Right, right, right. Anyway, yeah. didn't mean to stray
4: you off your no, no, rant no. here.
5: You're right, and, yeah. and that's that's what bothers me. Like I, I, I'm a Walmart gift card guy. I go on, I go there and buy a thousand dollars worth of cards. So I'll go, I'll buy tens and twenty fives. They can't split them. Now I do give them to them, but I always ask the bosses first. They right. They're allowed to get the Walmart cards. And usually, I, I've been pretty lucky where they they take them. So uh, especially like dealers and stuff. So Why should I tip a, 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 a four guys on a crap table? You go to buy in, and they're like, "Oh God!" I mean, they, they're gonna they're gonna get paid no matter what. They're splitting tokes with the whole casino. There's no incentive for them, but they don't want they don't they want to have their crossfire. They don't want to they don't want to you know service the customer. Now a guy comes in for two hundred dollars. They're like, "Oh, this guy!" And now they still want to crossfire and talk about what they did last night. That's right. Where they're going out <laughs> with a broad, whatever That's it may right. be, and. It just—it kind of bothers me. It really does. So I'll say yeah, something. Yeah. That's one of the reasons why yeah. um, I don't even gamble <laughs> on, the, on tables. But my friends come into town. I have no choice to be with them and hang out with I,
4: them. I have—I have—I have to be the one to say something about this. So, so it's very right. It's very easy to come on and it's not easy. It's—it's a—it's a very likable position to come on and say, "Oh yeah, you know, I tip everybody." I'm like you generally, right? Yep. So like we, you and I talked about. I live in a building where you used to live. Sure. Yep. I. I used to give out fives every day to everybody. And finally, like, you do the math. You're like, wait a minute. I'm going broke doing
5: yeah, this. Yeah, Right?
4: So, like, super tipping of, of uh, the valets who park the car. Sure. sure. Okay. I've had to ratchet it back a little because of that math, but I'm still doing that, right? Sure. Okay, that's one thing. Um, if, I, if I frequent a casino, a specific sports book, more often than not, right? More than others. So I happen to live, as you know, right by the Aria, yep. right by the Cosmo. So if I'm in there and I win, oh, they'll tell you how much I tip. They'll be like, oh yeah, yeah, that you know, and it's and it's not a negligible amount of money either, by the right. way. So that's one thing, cool. But if you're telling me that I'm supposed to tip when I lose, right, or at some random casino that I'm just making one bet in in a you know in a blue moon that I happen to win, uh, let me be the guy to actually say to everybody. Nah, man, I'm not down with that because right. I, I'm the Larry David of this. Sure. I Like, I don't think you should – like, the notion that you should be tipping every human being you run into, right? Right. I could just bet on the app then. Oh, but you didn't. You came in. What did you do for me? You punched in two buttons. I got to tip that? Sports betting's hard enough. Yeah. You got to now put a put, put in your Excel sheet of, well, I won this, but I tipped this, and then this one I lost, and then I added that tip. Or every single thing? Nah, yeah, man. You know,
5: the, the, it's funny you say that because the guy I was referring to, uh, the guy, his name is Chance. He's Colorado River Sports. He actually made that point. He said, "I'm laying a dollar ten already. Now, yes. now if I have to tip five or ten dollars, I'm correct. laying a twenty now." He's exactly so right. That's something he said. It's a, it, just, it just gives it's you both the, sides. Yes. And trust me, we both tip. We the, tip the, the guys at the yes. sports counter. We tip them. But there's there's this person. Like, I'll be blunt. I'm in a building right now where I love some of the people here. But there's someone I do not like,
4: mm-hmm.
5: um, and, and she's just not friendly to customers. I've seen her. She's burnt out. So if I tip someone else next to her, she gets portion in that tip. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not tipping. I'm not giving that girl money who doesn't. Right. Uh, she just, just – I don't po- expect you to The pooling is a problem. Bow to me. But, yeah. But, you know, she's just upset that someone's at her counter, at her window. And, and it got a bit – you know, as a sports book writer – Someone comes to the counter, and let's, this is new to everyone still in these new jurisdictions. Mm-hmm. Someone comes to the counter and says, "I want hundred dollars on the Yankees." You know, their job is to go in the computer, tell the person every game has a rotation number. So if you want the Yankees today, I'll look up the rotation. It's nine one one. So you'd want nine one one to hunt for a hundred dollars. Just to, just explain it to them. No, you know what they You know what some of them say? Some of them say this: the sheets are over there with the numbers. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you want me to tip well, this person? So
4: that's exactly right. So, like, I went to a casino to make some of my uh, NFL draft bets, right, and and some tennis futures over at uh, at Boyd. I never go to Boyd, right? I never go there. Good for you. But I, I, well, I mean, but they had random, you know, stray bets, right? So on the few times that I do go there. Really? You expect me to tip them for sending me to to go get the sheets, then sending me to the kiosk, then sending me? Oh yeah, sorry, I should have told you. You have to get a card to use the kiosk. Like you're—it's like I'm in between my parents being sent around the whole casino. I'm supposed to tip? No, 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 no. Listen, the Aria—they know me, love them all. Tip them when I win handsomely. Cosmo, know them, see them, love them. Well, just because I happen to we have a relationship, right? Because I'm there. Yeah. Yeah. But like I, I, I do think we get to a point where it's like the 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 entitlement of that. And you make a great point. I wonder if I'd feel differently if there was one person at each of those places that was like really not cool or made it a bad experience, would I feel this is the same generosity and giving. Right. But I, I just reject, like, this is where, again, there was a Curb Your Enthusiasm episode where Larry David, like, he's, you know, it was the whole thing about tipping every human being he came across in the hotel. And I agree with him. It's like, What do you tip a captain? <laughs> that's, that's right that's what one? do you tip a captain well the, oh, the, the server's <laughs> yeah, going to take care right. of him
5: next thing you know Larry's got his car blocked then <laughs>
4: that's right <laughs> but and this is coming from someone who is super generous like to, to sure and it's like that's not good enough anymore like yeah. you're going to make me feel bad for all the stuff that I do in fact do? yeah
5: now there's some Things you you have to tip. Listen, SW, I walk in the other night, and uh, I, I don't know the management there now. Like I used to know the guys that were managing the place. Um, two two really good guys, Mario and Noe, they went on to other jobs. Um, but they used to manage the place that was great. Now, this guy, I don't know him. I said, oh, boy, this place is packed. Sure enough, what do I do? I take 40 not 20 and I take $40, fold it up, and uh, I, it was just Friday night. I tell the the guy, I said, listen, it's, it's forty bucks when you get me. Oh yeah, yeah you sit over there. So you had me sit on the side for a minute. Called me right up to your table, Mr. Krakenberg. Mm-hmm. It's so worth it. Oh sure. For the time is money. By the way, SW not as good as it used to be. Oh don't That's say 0 that. For three now. Oh don't the say that. The last three times. It was my favorite steakhouse at you one know, time. You know I've never and had. I love the win, but ha- this is over I three.
4: I haven't been there since pre-pandemic, but I've never had a bad experience oh, there God. beforehand. Yeah. Oh anyway. no, don't say that. Huh. Coming back, I want to talk about this David Perdomo article. This is interesting. It's a numbers game, VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
5: A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network.
4: The VSIN Summer Special is here for only $39. You get everything VSIN has to offer from now to the end of July. Next few months could be filled with the best betting content in the business right here at VSIN.com, and the subscribers will have access to all of it. Don't be left out includes Adam Burke's daily MLB best bets, Jonathan Montobel with his best bets all the way through the NBA Finals, Andy McNeil with his best bets through the Stanley Cup playoffs, and we'll have lots of NFL preseason coverage when that time comes as well, not to mention continued best bets and premium articles covering golf, UFC, USFL, and NASCAR. If you want the full VSIN experience, which features a daily best bets email, every edition of Points Spread Weekly, use of our betting tools and a live video stream whenever you want it, the cost is only $39 to be a subscriber through July 31st. Sign up now at VSIN.com slash summer. We get tweets at beating the book. Ed Blust. Hey, Gil, I'll take you to the Italian-American club. The wife refuses to go. My treat. I'm not a stalker. Kenny G. Thank you, Ed. Kenny G. Gil, let's say you, uh, let's say you uh, cash a ticket for 3K, but you're still down 2K. Should you still tip, and what's the percentage? Thanks. Great question.
5: Great question. that That's something I was going to talk about about the win. Um, I, I walked in the other day. I hit a royal for a good amount. By the time I was done for the four days, I lost money. I lo- nothing. I, lo- I broke even, but I thought about it. I gave out hundred and forty bucks to the people in. In well, I'm playing at high limit. They're very nice to me. They're excellent. They're on, on top. of me when I hit a twelve fifty or twelve hundred dollar jackpot or more, um, they're the only winners that day. That that so it's interesting. Like yeah. they're the only winners. I gave back the money I won, and literally they're they're the only winners for them. Mm. So it's kind of
4: interesting. Uh, Chris Heath. Usually I don't know what Chris is run on sense. I didn't really understand what he said at the end there. Oh, he says, uh, usually you tip to the writer that cashes you out. Uh, It's rarely the writer that writes the tickets. So I think he means which service are we tipping, I believe. Uh, This is from uh, Mike at Madden Capital. He said, tips stands for to ensure proper service. I like this. If you're making a regular regular hourly wage, you earn the tip. If you're a delivery driver, bartender, slash waitress making less than hourly wage, tips are for sure required. I like Hmm. that.
5: I like it. I like what tip stands for there too. Mm-hmm. By the way,
4: Ed Lane uh, texting me. Apparently, Eagle was still in the zone. She thought there was a changeover one <laughs> time. She had to be called back out to the court. She wins six love six two. By the way, uh, Matt Warrior 013. While we're talking vig, let's factor in that ATM withdrawal at the casino. What a scam! He's right. He is right. Jo, Ridiculous. C- Joe C seven one four on the tipping topic because there's no reason for that fee at all, right? And it's on the tipping topic from Joe C seven one four. I'm a table games player, specifically blackjack, and I only tip when I'm getting up from the table. For example, if I won 2 I'll ask the dealer, do you want $100 or do you want me to play a hand? Shouldn't have to tip anything if you lose. That from Joe C7. You
5: know, it, it goes back to, uh, you're right, if you lose. So if at the end of the day, after you're done, you should save all your tickets. But people bet off their tickets, so they're betting off. If they, at the end of the day you're a, a net winner, yeah, you throw, throw something to the guys. Uh, behind the counter, the guys and the girls. So the, it's. Um, let me just give you
4: an extreme example of, sure. a, of one of the things we were asked. You know, the the first one was like, "Hey, what if I win 2k, but I'm down three? You know, if I'm down one k, that's net. right? right? So uh, I won't say where, but I was at a uh, a casino here locally, and they showed me a winning parlay, a winning parlay from a rapper.
5: Okay.
4: I won't say the rapper's name. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it was a it was a, a baseball parlay that cashed out for more than four hundred thousand dollars, wow. and I said I asked him I go oh wow so that's a huge hit, um. That I mean that that person must have you know huge huge I mean must be up huge on you guys. They go no no he's still down, <laughs> He's oh, wow. still down. So I'm curious does yeah. the, that guy who wins that how much does he tip?
5: Yeah yeah, uh, that reminds me of the, of the podcast yesterday which is coming out today. Um, Keith said that he had a guy win two million dollars at his table at the Venetian. And what's the pro- let, let, let's let's use a proper tip for a million bucks. What do you think the proper tip is for a million dollars? Someone wins a million bucks at your table. He's betting twenty-five to fifty thousand a hand. And what do you think the proper tip is when he's done? He's cashing out. What do you think? What do you, What do you think, Gil? I'm
4: um, asking you. for a million dollars. A million bucks. Yeah. I mean, it's it's. I would say. At least $1,000. I'd say $1,000. Okay, well. I'd say $1,000. Well, it's got
5: to, I, I'm more thinking 1% yeah. to 2%. Okay. So, um, surprisingly enough, the, uh, the guy I had on my so, show so yesterday. So, you're saying $10,000.
4: Yeah,
5: yeah. So, the guy on my show yesterday said the guy won $2 bucks. And you know we expect like you know fifty or a hundred thousand. I thought okay. that was a lot. Okay, so let's
4: get to the let's get to the handicapping contest in town because this is okay. a huge. I thought that this, was a lot, and I'm a, tipper a and I thought that was a, a lot. Huge, I thought this one is or two percent h- for people who win contests. This is a huge issue. Yes. So they win a million dollars or nine hundred thousand dollars or five hundred thousand dollars or whatever, and I can't tell you how many of them come to me in a panic after they win this. Yeah. And they're like, what's the proper amount for tipping? I go, "Dude, I got no idea." Cuz this is where it gets really contentious, right? Yeah. Because it's like, w- "Wait a minute. I won, so I'm I'm uh, the proxy wants something, right? What do I t- what do I tip the proxy? Do I tip the the the, the, the casino itself? Like what it- And so it's this the whole thing and and there have there have been some contest winners that you and I know who ultimately in the end were like, "I'm not given they won like, you know, Hundreds of thousands yeah. dollars. They're like, I'm not giving them $10,000. It's still $10,000. What did they do But if they're for in me? that
5: casino all the time, you have to tip. I'm if sorry. If you're in the casino yeah, if you're all just the time. The, you're just winning it from a proxy coming from story. out of town. You're yes. your airfare to get here.
4: That's what I mean. Yeah. I'm not talking about if, yeah. if I'm, like I said before, if I'm in the casino, the same ones sure. all the time. yeah. Here you go, guys. Mm-hmm. Love you guys. Thanks. I have a relationship. But if, if you're just, you're, you're living a different state, you happen to win a season-long football contest, you do win hundreds of thousands of dollars. Let's say you have, you know, again, you have a family, you have two kids. Yeah. Some people would, would listen to this and say, like, yeah, sure, you should give the 10000 But there's other people, and I listen, I don't think you can criticize them, who are like, it's still $10,000. I can pay for my little girls, whatever.
5: Yep. yep, yep,
4: yep. I mean, I don't know. I just I just think sometimes it gets a little nuts. The
5: winner Chicken Dinner, who says he's a, t- a ticket yeah. writer out here in Vegas, we're doing you a service no different than a bartender or a cocktails or a dealer. I feel a little bit differently. I, I have to side with probably the the Colorado guy. Um, uh, it, it's just that I do tip, but I think the casino should pay you more Then, if you're saying that you should tip no matter what, when I have a winning ticket, uh, I, I the, the casinos don't pay more though. They pay the, like a tipping job. These guys get, you know, 10, 12, $15 an hour. And that's a real, you know, literally, I think ticket riders get about twelve bucks an hour in the city, thirteen dollars an hour. Mm-hmm. You can get more than that going to Wendy's. Or, you know, going to Burger King. Seriously. Yeah. So we're at a time where these casino. Uh, big wigs need to know that you can get that. You know, go up to a drive-through window. You'll see the night shift, 15 bucks an hour, and, and literally. So right. That's a, Well, that's a great point. Right? So they so it's they, like, they really start paying more. You know, yeah, we, it, It's we, the opening we... line from Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. It's Mr. Pink. What he says about <laughs> right. you know the waitresses. This is a little. Now I don't agree with that. Waitresses, I'm they keep their own tips. I'm big on tip- tipping them. But um, to the point of what he said, the Steve Buscemi character, he had some really good points on there, but. When it comes to waitress or individuals, I always actually tip them individually. I'm I'm always you know I, I have a starting point of 20. percent too. It me, can go down. Too. By the way, me too.
4: It but can I, go down. You know, you know what my my girlfriend has has criticized me many times. Yeah, like, we'll get terrible. Like she'll she'll have a problem with something they did, mm. and I always start at 20. percent She's like you can't give them 20. I was like I, oh. I, I always. you're dating
5: J Lo? I didn't even I, know that. I always give 20. Yeah.
4: percent oh. <laughs> <laughs> No, so uh, back to the contest thing for one second. Yep. You know what really bothers me is the hypocrisy of it all, right? So, like. We we all know handicapping contest here in town that for years and years right took rake right, right? still do for all I know maybe right. they stopped with a rake because Circa came in and gave competition right rake didn't uh, didn't disclose how many free entries they were giving oh sure it was in the fine print oh sure we replace all the money yeah please what a hip what a hypocritical thing and then yet if they don't if, if the winner of said contest doesn't tip properly you get all up in arms about that. I'm. I'm so tired of the hypocrisy. Like what you do is fine, right? Your absolute ridiculous skimming off everything is fine. But if someone who wins it has the audacity to think I want to spend that ten thousand dollars on my little baby girl who's seven years old, you get all, you know, your panties in a twist about it. Get
2: right. out
5: of here. Steve Fezzik just just texted me. I tipped Westgate ten k each. Each time I won two hundred and ten thousand. That's a very. That's a
4: very, very generous, generous tip, tip, Steve.
5: Yes. Um, but but Steve is smart like that too, though. And and uh, oh, by the way. Uh, I heard your one of your first guests, Will Hill, yeah. talk about Carolina plus four, plus plus three and a half. <laughs> so I can't remember he said. He said yeah. Well, uh, it's plus four at Caesars right now. I
4: thought he said plus four and a half, oh, didn't he?
5: Yeah. He said
7: he took four and a half yeah. early. It was four and a
5: half because uh, Steve yeah. actually sent me that too. Yeah. Um, that, that's probably good. Even if you don't like the bet, you're probably going to be, be able to get yeah. a nice middle through key numbers there. Um, come come kickoff. So that's a uh, that that's just something else I thought of. Speaking of Steve.
4: Very generous. Steve Fezik tips there. Yeah. No, no, yeah. no
5: he, he is. I, I've been out with Steve. He was here a couple of weeks ago. And uh, uh, it's funny. Steve and I have always done very, very well together on things. As a matter of fact, uh, he, when he gives me something to put in and, and I'm out of state or if I'm here or whatever in town, and it seems like we, we, we have uh, just zoned in on so many things over the years together that – um, when he when he texts me just now, I, I know it, being, being with him, I know he does. You wouldn't know it though sometimes, but you know he does tip though. He does. So you wouldn't know it though if you look at us sometimes. Maybe me. I am like, the more the look. Sorry, Steve, uh, with the hat and the characteristics. <laughs> the more the look. But, uh, the yeah, no, he, look. He's, a, he's a generous guy. So. Uh, all right,
4: we'll come back after the break, Bill. We got to talk about this. David Perdomo wrote a piece at uh, ESPN.com about uh, Corey Zeidman, former World Ooh, Series this, of Poker bracelet fun. winner who was arrested on charges of fraud, money laundering, and money laundering related to a $25 million sports betting scheme. Got to hear this. On the other side, numbers gave in these sports betting.
0: If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon.
2: To start listening, betting network. The numbers game with Gil Alexander
5: on VSEN, the sports betting network.
4: Numbers game proudly brought to you by Bet MGM Nevada. It's Gil Alexander, crack man here as well. Don't forget about uh, MGM, and uh, of course. The king of sportsbook, unleashing the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards, sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. Sign up with BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with Bet MGM Awards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We get tweets whenever we do. We do this about once uh, every couple years about tipping, uh, but whenever we do this, it's just flooded with uh, tweets. But they're always interesting. This is. Uh This is from Michael Sachs. Gil, I'm not a high roller by any means, but I go to Vegas quite a bit. Bellagio and Aria always send a limo to pick me up. I have no idea what I should tip the driver. Hey, man, it really is up to you. No one can give you the answer. He's
5: coming into Vegas at the airport.
4: Yeah, they pick him up in a limo.
5: Pick him up in a limo. You got to give the guy at least 25 bucks, at least. That's uh, a minimum actually. I was going to say,
4: 40 sounds about right. Yeah, 40 is right. 40 is a good number. 40 sounds about right. Um, okay, uh, this is about tennis. By the way, t- the beating in the Book feed flooded with, with... The reason that we're doing this sparsely because it's mostly tennis stuff, and I so appreciate everybody uh, texting back and forth on tennis. Uh, people are super nice. I'm just not reading them here on the air, but I will try to respond to as many of them as possible off air. Phil Weiss has a great tweet here. Let's be clear on tipping, Gil. The reason why there is tipping is so that the business can pay low wages I always tip whenever I go, but don't shame me into it. Phil Very Weiss, everybody, shaming Phil into Weiss. It. Maybe that's you, that might be your best tweet ever, Phil Weiss. Yeah. Uh, Norm, Phil. <laughs> Phil, resume resume the resume the, the snarkiness from this point forward. Norman Vegas, I think if you haven't planned your Vegas gambling budget well or can't stick to it, then you're facing those nasty ATM fees and maybe other issues. Ah, I see. Uh, it's an interesting point from Norm. He said, ah, maybe you maybe you should have planned otherwise instead of facing those ATM fees. Todd Bubba Horowitz, tipping should be based on the treatment you receive from anyone. Your regular places should be higher because they serve you on a regular basis. I hate when they add a tip, they get less because I will not add on if they include the tip. Anyway, these go on and on. Last one, hot stove. Servers and bartenders get tipped to make up the difference for their below minimum wage. Not sure how that ever started, but if you make a living wage, why do you think you should be tipped? And on Very and on. Good. I really, everybody. These really, are I, I, these I are just awesome.
5: Hit up my notifications. I have a ton of them. Too. Yeah, these are these are. So thank you guys for, for you, the tweets everybody. and the info, Gil. Before we get into your story, I know yeah. we have about eight minutes. Yeah. Um, I retweeted our show from last year, uh, up to about fourteen thousand hits now. It had ten, so another four thousand hits. Uh, on my retweet the other day about the Dime Line. Really good, informative things. Not yeah. only the Dime Line, just a lot of things about Vegas. Really good conversation we had. Yeah. I forgot how good it was. So a lot of good in that piece. And it's about 10-cent lines, though. Mm-hmm. I would rather be here during baseball season than back east. I can't find a 10-cent line. I think maybe Caesars is the only oh, place really? that has it. Really? No, no they're, 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 all those sports books uh. that came over from the Eurosports, they're all wide lines. It's very hard to there get a 10-cent line. There were some
4: comical ones I saw like oh, in they're D.C. Unbelievable. Yeah.
5: Minus like... Like one seventy five, come back one thirty. I mean, it's ridiculous. I remember
4: remember that discussion because we talked about the old offshore offshore shops where they would advertise like you know, bet Jamaica, right? They like any any like mom, you know, any random offshore in those in the nineties. And they would really base their advertising on high on how high their dime lines went. Yes, and I remember some went to like minus one ninety plus one eighty. Come back one
5: eighty, Grande, yeah. yeah and maybe even Bet Jamaica, yeah. yeah. So anyway, the, here in here in Las Vegas, right here, where we're at the South Point. Uh, circus Caesar Stations, Westgate, South Point. These, these, this is 10-cent baseball. Now, the breaks are all different at the shops, but uh, you could find 10-cent lines. So you can almost play baseball juice-free in Vegas. That's just one subject I wanted to talk you know, about real quick and that's before you point. get into the article. No, that's a good point because we always
4: say, hey, I wish I could bet in Nevada, yeah. but Nevada does do some things better than they do. than than they elsewhere. Do. All right, so David Purdom who does such a great job over at ESPN. I uh, had this piece, Corey Zeidman, former World Series of Poker bracelet winner, arrested on charges of fraud and money laundering related to a $25 million sports betting scheme. Uh, so uh, Purdom writes he was arrested Wednesday on, on those charges um, that brought in more than $25 million from alleged victims. Corey Zeidman of Boca Raton, Florida, faces federal charges of conspiracy to commit wire fraud and mail fraud and conspiracy to commit money laundering as part of the scheme that spanned from 2004 to 2020.
5: Wow. Took 16 years 16 to get that. 16
4: years. Together, huh? according to, the, according live to a good th-
5: life for 16 years.
4: <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, according to the two count indictment, uh, Purdom goes on to write that uh, Zeidman, 61 years old. So they got, you know, from, from 45 years old to 61, this spanned uh, span for him. He's a professional poker player, won a bracelet at the 2012 World Series of Poker. And according to the federal indictment unsealed yesterday, Zeidman and his unnamed, I think it's Zeidman, Zeidman and his unnamed co-conspirators received more than $25 million in interstate wire transfers and private commercial carriers over 16 years from victims who were, and here, here's the interesting part, Bill, who were led to believe that the organization had privileged information that made betting on sporting events a no-risk proposition. As part of the scheme, he and his co-conspirators placed misleading radio ads in various U.S. markets claiming to have, quote, a sophisticated white-collar approach to gathering sports information. Hmm. So it goes on and on, but basically, the um, according to the investigators, uh, as alleged, he, uh, Zeidman preyed on individuals who were led to believe he had inside information that would lead them to easy money. In reality, he was selling nothing but lies and misinformation, bilking millions from victims along the way, leaving their lives in financial ruin and their bank accounts empty. Um so I'm curious about <clears throat> your your take on it, <clears throat> Pardon me. I'm curious about your take on this because it's it's fascinating because <clears throat> this is essentially a tout on steroids, right? Where it's a guy who says, "Oh, I have this, I have this privileged inside information. Send me all your money, I'll make it into winning sports bets." And on the other hand, there's the people who send him the money, Bill, right. who are gullible enough to believe this. Yeah.
5: Yeah, you know it's funny. I've never heard of him. I've never heard of the me neither. This, these ads they're me neither. saying. It's you know me I just neither. never heard of it. Never so heard it's of kind any. Kind of it. interesting, but uh, I know they had these things in Las Vegas a couple of years back, where you're betting into I don't know what that would be called a, a fund that you're betting into. You, you're, you're all you're all investing in a fund, and that person was in charge of betting with his good information the fund, and the only thing is you have to register with one sports books. And I know, like, like at the time, Cantor was here, and there was this one guy on Twitter bragging about how he's having all these people send money into his hedge fund of, and he's gonna just bet the one. He's only allowed to bet one sports book, though. You have to register. It was legal, legal to register in state. Uh, He registered with the sports book to bet. He couldn't bet any more for his people that invested with him. He couldn't bet anywhere else. And of course, I knew it was gonna be a failure from right from the start. Mm -hmm. First of all, it would be hard, not impossible. It would be hard for me just to bet one sports book and definitely make a living, but I'm talking about just winning. Um, Sure. I could probably beat it because we we originate some stuff, but it, it, it just doesn't matter. You have to have many multiple shops. So when they had this thing, I guess gaming didn't really look deep into it these guys are going to be con men that are going to come up and say they're going to win, send the money to them. And, and uh, it gives a bad name to the few good guys that sell picks like myself, the right angle sports uh, uh, fez. I mean, it gives a good, it gives a bad name. These, these guys that come in there and uh, you know, don't do it with an uh, analytical model based back tested, driven uh, kind of a method. Um, You hear this all the time. And these numbers, when you get into six, seven, uh, seven, eight figures, I mean, it's, unbelievable that this this kind of money that people are, are giving to the, these type of guys but per, listen by the way if it looks on, too good it is too goes good goes on
4: to say persuaded them to drain their retirement accounts to invest in his bogus sports betting group all so he could spend it on international vacations a multi-million dollar residence and poker tournaments
5: yeah, I mean, you know, you hear that, and you just uh, you feel bad for the people, but you just wonder who is sending money that well, from their well, retirement so, so, account. So this is
4: my this you know, is my, like that's, a, your- that's what what is so interesting about it is is that point right, which is obviously I shouldn't say obviously, but obviously based on the allegation, if you're to believe the allegation, obviously horrible dude. If you believe the allegation, I have no reason not to. But where does the where does the responsibility of those willingly sending the money begin and end? Right, so like at some point, he he didn't he didn't he didn't put the proverbial gun to their head, right? Right. So it's a fascinating question, like you know, right? Because it's like, do, do, does the defense, and I'm just I'm projecting ahead, does the defense argue, well, this is a slippery slope. He didn't he didn't. He didn't do anything to coerce them. Hmm. Right. So I don't know. It's a fascinating subject yeah. just from a legal he had, standpoint. You the
5: guy that was uh, down in Florida. I forget his name. He's in jail now. Yeah. He, he did. Uh, take you know twenty five million same money same money it's funny no. from from someone in like South Dakota or North Dakota and uh, he was all advertising like he was the best sports better, he was going down to the M and he had runners he was betting millions of dollars and losing everyone's money and he did put a gun to this guy's head oh he, that's different he, you remember I don't know if you remember that story but yeah. so that guy went away for a long time anyway, this guy, I, I
4: just bring it up because I I hope it, I hope it goes the proper way and that he he is yeah. uh, you know thrown behind bars for as as uh, long as the law will allow but. I don't know that that will be the result. I'm curious. Bill, always interesting. Hey, great show
5: again, and I appreciate it. Next week, I'll be talking to you from Florida.
4: Well, look at you. All right. All right. There you go. Well traveled, Bill (laughs) Krakenberg. Enjoy Lombardi Line next from Visa, the Sports Betting Network.